All right, coming up momentarily, I told you this week that General Motors has decided that they were going to introduce plug-in hybrids to the North American market. Part of the reason is because EVs just aren't selling at the clip that they that they had hoped they would be. Um, and so now, as so much technology is put into these cars, um, they're 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 having to find patches and fixes for some of this buggy software that that maybe is putting people off. We'll get to that momentarily. First, I'm going to get back to your calls, James on a cell. What's up, James? Uh, how you doing? Good. Yeah, President Biden wants to say that there's nothing he can do. It's like, okay, Governor Abner says, here, hold my beer, watch, I'll get this done. And, you know, we should, our, the citizens of the United States should stand behind him 100%. If that means sending guard down there to help, absolutely. But we know Gretchen Wilson's not going to do it. Or Whitmer, excuse me. Uh, no, no, she's not going to do it. Um, and, and, and again, that's not a surprise. I, you know, most states in this country. Uh, their governors wouldn't do it. It's not like Kathy Hochul would do it. Um, you know, and she's dealing with a situation where these offenders who just attacked this cop were walking into court today, flipping the bird to, to, to news media and, and cameras that were on site. Like, there's no remorse. There's no apology. It's nonsense. And and even she has said, well, look, we maybe we need to look at deporting these people. So I don't I don't think that that even the strongest Biden supporters and backers of the president that that hold high office in this country it's very difficult i think to defend what he has said and and his actions and what he's done on the border james i appreciate it uh eric's in belleville what's up eric yeah uh the two callers ago he mentioned a bipartisan bill um trying to solve the border that bill allows for 8,500 a day, which translates to 300,000 a month. And the record is 302,000 mm-hmm. a month, and it was set last week. So that bill locks in the highest level possible, as far as I'm concerned. Also, when Biden came into office on the first day, he canceled Trump's remain in Mexico policy, which was very effective. And he also stopped the uh, bill, any further building on the wall. So we know where Biden's at. And that bill, uh, I hope it doesn't pass because it just locks in a huge level. Yeah, of, of, Eric, I don't know that he I don't think that he he disengaged the remain in Mexico policy on day one. Um, and I think there was still portions of the wall that was being built because the money was allocated for. But but no, he hasn't done enough. He hasn't been proactive. <laughs> In, well, in, no in stopping these policy. issues. No, no, he there's did. No, no he remain in Mexico now. You're right. No, he did do away with it. I just I wanted to make the correction because I don't think it happened on day one. And Eric, I appreciate the call, but this is where I think you 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 have to do something. And whether it it's working with lawmakers on Capitol Hill, I mean, you got to get something done. And and I think it would behoove him politically to get something done. But it did. I mean, he's throwing his hands up, saying that there's nothing more he can do. And maybe that's true. But at the end of the day, uh, he's he's at the top, and and I I think that this is this is his issue to own. Um, and and while here in the state of Michigan, I, I talked about those car parts that were coming up uh, as as how we were being impacted by what's going on down at the southern border. Um, there's just so much technology in these cars now, and and it's only becoming 
more and more technologically advanced as as the models roll off off the lines. And as electric vehicles are trying to to find a foothold among drivers and, and customers in this country, they just haven't. And part of the reason may be infrastructure. Part of the reason may be the, the swings in temperatures in some of these states that that cause driving EVs or charging EVs to be difficult or frustrating. But the other part of it is some of that tech may be keeping people back from actually buying these things. Joanne Muller covers the future of transportation for Axios and joins us. Joanne, it's good to have you. Hi, thanks for having me. So talk to me about about some of this, uh, the issues that uh, consumers or drivers are finding in some of these EVs as it pertains to the software. Sure. Well, what's happening is, uh, you know, the car makers have basically reinvented the way that they make vehicles and they have brand new uh, electrical architectures and brand new sort of centralized computers within them that control all of the functions in your car, whether it's the stuff in the infotainment uh, center or the power windows or the engine. All of this is now in one central place. And what's happening is, uh, you know, as with most new technology, there's often some bugs. And uh, these car makers, particularly the legacy car makers like GM, Ford, Volvo, you know, Volkswagen, some of these companies have really struggled with this transition. And the way it manifests itself, if you're driving uh, one of these cars, and GM is a great example because they've had to stop selling their their brand new Chevrolet uh, Blazer EV because the the screen keeps going black mm. or it cycles around with messages and it doesn't settle on one screen or they also have had trouble charging it. So they, they did the wise thing. They took it off the market and said, we've got to fix this thing because, you know, uh, Mar- Mary Barr has got a lot of bets on the line as, as CEO of GM and, and one of her biggest bets is electric vehicles. And if they don't do it right, uh, it'll never take off. Is that the worry, do you think, from from some of these OEMs or or smaller EV makers, whether it's Tesla or Rivian, for example? Um, do you feel like because so much is wrapped up into the into the screens and, and you control everything from there that that you got to get that stuff right? Because everything else is is almost I mean, it, it, it kind of doesn't matter if you can't even open your window, roll down your window or. Or, or, or set the thermostat because you can't get to the, the screen. I mean, that's frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a separate issue about just how technological, uh, you know, sort of the, the, the technology itself, to me, is, is, is not very user-friendly uh, in these cars. Well, you're really, having to, you're, you're really having to teach people how to operate all of these systems again, which is difficult. Right, right. right. And it's too many screens that you're trying to, you know, you're driving a 6,000-pound vehicle down the road, and you shouldn't be also operating a supercomputer at the same time. Um, You know, your attention needs to be on the road. So there's a lot going on in trying to make that more intuitive. You know, when they get the voice recognition down, and it's getting much, much better, that's going to be a game changer because you can just tell your car what you want it to do, and it will actually understand, even if you don't say it clearly, it understands your intention. And so those are all really good things. 
But what we have right now with electric vehicles is just a an engineering problem with the execution of all of this new technology, the new platform on which these EVs sit. And Tesla had the benefit of doing this from scratch, you know, and, and, and Tesla hasn't been free from software problems either, but they were able to design it simply from the beginning. You have companies like GM that have been making cars for 100 years, and they have separate computers under the hood for everything, a, a separate computer with its own software to roll down the window or to operate the radio or to operate the engine. Mm. All of those things are now centralized, and it's really, really, really complex, and the organizations in these older companies just aren't they're not built that way to think that way. Well, and if so these are chronic and if they're chronic if they're chronic problems and the patches don't work and the fixes don't work, I mean the frustration is, well then I got to take this thing back or I got to do something else because it, I I I can't I can't drive the car if the if the screens aren't working, if the systems aren't working and I got to make a change. And and that certainly can leave a bad taste in folks' mouth. Joanne Muller, thanks so much. Appreciate the time and uh, great insight. Thanks again. Thank you. Yep, you you got it. Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. We'll give you some uh, headlines coming up uh, as well as we continue on here on WJR. Don't go anywhere. More to come on JR Afternoon.